1: KSL News Time, 445. The three things you need to know this hour first
0: Republicans in the legislature have passed a bill amending what can be taught in public schools when it comes to race and religion. Democrats say it blurs what's allowed and not allowed to be taught. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay Erick.
1: Second, TSA officers at Salt Lake International Airport say they found a foldable pistol in a traveler's carry on bag yesterday, the 11th firearm discovered by TSA this year. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spawn
0: we have a crash in magna eastbound on the 21st south freeway at 7200 west in west valley city an accident in the intersection blocking traffic 3500 south in redwood road and then northbound 915 a new accident near 2100 south that is moved over to the right shoulder ricky meese in the ksl traffic center
2: partly cloudy skies today but a weak storm will brush by tomorrow morning I'm Kevin
1: Eubank. 37 degrees now, KSL's top national stories from ABC News.
2: The Justice Department says former President Trump should not be entitled to immunity from civil lawsuits which hold him accountable to the January 6th, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. A South Carolina jury is deliberating the fate of accused murderer Alex Murdoch. Some residents in San Bernardino County, California, are still stranded after days of historic snow.
0: We've been up here for 20 years and never seen anything like this. Yeah, we've, been, we've been trapped since last Wednesday. The
2: California National Guard is preparing to help helicopter in necessities. President Biden won't veto a Republican-led effort to roll back the Washington, D.C. City Council's new criminal code. The mayor actually disagreed with what the D.C. Council put put forward. And so now this is an opportunity to protect the community. That's the way the president sees this, to protect the community. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Stocks rose today after three days of decline, the Dow soaring more than 300 points. Daria Albinger, ABC News.
1: Natalie, in-depth on KSL, Utah's Consumer Sentiment Index dropped five points from January to February. It's put out by the Gardner Institute at the University of Utah. And joining me on the news line, Natalie Gocknor is the director of the Institute. So, Natalie, we do these stories like once a month. The Consumer Sentiment Index is up, it's down. But what does it really mean? First of all, how do you measure it?
2: Well, you know, it's a, it's survey data. You take a random sample of Utahns and you ask them five questions. How are you and your family doing? Are you better or worse off than a year ago? Now looking out to the future year, do you think you'll be better off, worse off? They'll ask questions about, you know, is it a good or bad time to make a major purchase, a major household item? So, you know, it's basically a way to try and get into the consumer's mindset.
1: And you provide something called the Consumer Sentiment Index, with all that data you gather, but what does it mean? Does it mean that the economy is going to be bad or that it's going to be great? Mm,
2: yeah, you know, generally it's thought of as a predictive indicator, right? When consumers aren't feeling very good about the economy, it says something about what their spending is going to be, and so it's 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 a it it foreshadows things in the economy. I will say though that right now consumers are all over the map. You know, they're of two minds. They're spending like crazy, but they're not very happy. And so for economists, it, it really is a little a struggle right now because you've got mixed signals in the economy.
1: So could it be that consumers and the economy are at this point of flux where they're deciding what's going to happen next? I mean, we had a decrease following a couple of months of increases. Look, during December and January, everybody wasn't happy. And then in February, they're all sad. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's right. You know, I think a, w- a good way to understand that is coming out of a pandemic, Pandemic, it's really altered the way uh, people are behaving. They're, they've changed behavior. They've, it's changed traditional economic relationships. And so you get a situation where you have rapid job growth, low unemployment, but you have high inflation. And in this market, Jeff, we have a housing correction going on. So, you know, if you're in the construction sector right now, you're not too happy
1: understand that there are segments of the economy that experience this economy differently. So overall, uh, the number was 75 a month ago. It fell to 70, which doesn't seem like much. Or is it? Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I think it's something to take seriously. Uh, We know that the Federal Reserve is not done raising interest rates yet. I think that's affecting the mindset of consumers Uh, you know, it's getting more and more expensive to do things, uh, whether it's high inflation or higher interest rates. And so if consumers start to, you know, retrench, then the economy slows. And so the word for, you know, 2023 is this is an uncertain economic environment. People need to act with care, uh, make mid-course corrections as necessary and plan accordingly.
1: Just uh, for perspective, how high has the sentiment index gotten and how low at any time in the past?
2: Yeah, it's at, you know, 70.4 today. Uh, it almost was 100 when we first measured it. Now, I should mention that this is a new data source in our state. This is, we've only been measuring this since the pandemic. The Utah legislature during the pandemic decided we need to have better economic information. And so we've only got about, you know, 24 months or so of data. On this. In the U.S., we have it going back a long ways. But in Utah, this is a low number, but we haven't measured it for that long. So it's a new indicator we're still trying to understand.
1: Thanks for shedding some light. I really appreciate it. Natalie Gachnor is from the Gardner Institute at the University of Utah.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
1: She was tear gassed and beaten.
0: Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds.